Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's time for the Say Hey Podcast, your San Francisco Giants podcast for the real ones. Available on your podcast platform of choice, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. New episodes are released weekly. Follow on Twitter and Instagram at Say Hey Podcast and like our page on Facebook. It is episode 37 of the Say Hey Podcast. This is Doug Hayes, a.k.a. Say Hey Doug. It is June 5th, 2021. Let's bring in my co-host, Say Hey Rob. Rob, happy Saturday morning. How's it going, man? Oh, it's going pretty good, man. Uh, it's a sunny 69 degrees outside, so you can't nice. really beat that. Yeah. Mowed the lawn a little bit this morning, so I was running a little, I was running a little bit of late because you know, I was trying to beat that heat today and mm-hmm. you know trying to clear my uh, later afternoon today so we can watch the uh giants on on fox for the third straight week man is that, does that mean more eric caros probably and you know what uh i actually because <laughs> because i did want to discuss the schedule a little bit today i was looking forward again dude that they're in washington next saturday at guess what time and on what channel they're on fox Aww. again so it's four weeks in a row because they did both wow. dodgers both Dodgers at home, then away, then they're at home against the Cubs today, and then at Washington next week. So that's four Saturdays in a row the Giants will be on Fox. And it, but it's like we can't really be like, well, the Giants don't get any national coverage. I, 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 yeah, we get freaking Eric Karros to talk about the Dodgers the whole time and they're not even <laughs> playing in that game. <laughs> so, no, like, I, I, I don't know. Like, I don't trying to worry about all, all that crap about the national coverage because i mean they, they, they play in division with the dodgers and padres it, it, it is what it is yeah. very true very true well it's uh it's been a few weeks since you and i've actually been able to do a pod together it's just been so busy but oh um, for sure i know for me uh you know i work at a school so i work the school schedule i get to uh you know have the next two months off so i am off of work now until august and i love it um so i'm gonna be watching as much giants baseball as i can so um, the good thing is is what i've noticed so far on my vacation is the giants are playing pretty damn good baseball my friend yeah you you know you've been you've been missing out these last couple months man this team's (laughs) this team's finding ways to win in the the weirdest ways they are 36 and 21 at the moment which is the best record in baseball uh, they have a one-game lead on the Padres and a two-game lead on the Dodgers. So, um, you know, if you were to tell me, hey, on June 5th and there are 56 games in, which I, I think I think what we should do today is we can kind of just keep referring back to, like, you know, the first, like, 60. Um, I would say, uh, you know, 102 games to go-ish or whatever. But through the first 60, the Giants have the best record in baseball. 
you know, back in March, you'd have been like, get out of here, dude. No way. No freaking way. That's why I would have said, I'm like, don't even talk to me. Go away. That's what I would have said. <laughs> so, um, and it's just crazy. So they are, they, and currently, uh, you know, they won Thursday against the Cubs. They won last night against the Cubs. They play them again today, obviously, and then tomorrow on Sunday. So four games set at home. Um, and coming into this series, the Cubs were uh, playing really good baseball. And so the Giants said, we don't really care about that. We're still just going to freaking beat you. And they have. Um, yeah. So, you know, I, I, I kind of figured we would just do sort of a free form today. Um, not too much structure since it's been some time since we've met. And just want to remind you, if you're new, um, we're not really a preview and, and review kind of podcast, but uh, we do keep up on the times. And so we're just going to be talking about like, how in the heck are the Giants? Uh, how do they have the best record in baseball? So um, kind of just like a, a very big, boring question, Rob, but like, how are the Giants doing it? You know, it's kind of what we talked about earlier in the year, it, and it hasn't really changed. You know, people can talk about the lineup and, you know, because people love home runs, but it's the starting pitching. The starting pitching has just been nails. And – Kevin Gossman, you know, he hasn't skipped a beat. I think we're, we're all kind of kind, kind of waiting for that to happen, to come back a little bit, but, and, you know, knock on wood, he's pitching today. But uh, yeah. he, he really hasn't. I mean, he's, he's going to be an all-star. You know, he was just named NL Pitcher of the Month. You know, him and uh, Dick Mountain over there in uh, the American League, Rich Hill, you know, shout out <laughs> to him. You know, that old man, old man keeps doing it too. He keeps doing it too. He's going to so. pitch until he's 50. But, yeah, um, you know, it's it's unfortunate. You know, Logan Webb's uh, struggles right now with with his shoulder. That sucks, and that's that's going to be challenging. You know, for 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 the rotation, we saw that last night, but they still found a way. And uh, Johnny Cueto, you know, he's been, you know, in his three starts back, I've noticed. You know, each game, you know, he started off a, a little slow, a little sketchy. You know, couldn't find the strike zone. You know, dudes are kind of, you know, getting some cheap hits off him or, or early in games and making him work, but. You know, all in all, you know he he's battled. You know the the, the other night against uh, against the Angels, wasn't it? Uh, yes. Was it? yes. Yeah. He yeah he same thing. Start a little slow, but then he ended up throwing seven solid. And Anthony Desclafani, same thing. Uh, with him, you know his issues has always been health, and he's been able to keep it together and kind of kind of avoid that those little swoons now that we're in June, I can talk about June swoons and you know, we've, cause all those years with, with, with the reds, you know, he, he put together three, four very solid starts. And then he'd have two or three where he just got lit to hell, you know, seven, eight or runs in three, four innings, both times right in each start. And it would kind of jack up his ERA. And then they would put him on the injured list was on some kind of injury. He'd miss some time. So he hasn't gone down, down that road yet. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's been, it's been starting pitching, and I think what we've seen lately, how the Giants have been able to sustain victories, how – you know how early early in the year, you know, they win two, three in a row, and then the bullpen would just totally piss one away and yeah. like, oh – but then they would bounce back. But, you know, that – that not not the back end, but the middle relief has gotten better. Zach Littell has refound his form, you know, from his – his days in Minnesota, that's been huge. You know, Harlan Garcia, you know, he's he's kind of tightened it up a little bit his last couple outings. So it's it's been that, those 
those middle relief six seven inning guys where it all hasn't completely gone to hell like 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 it, like it has earlier in the season and they've been coughing up leads and then they lose in extras to the Marlins or to the Phillies and and we're talking about how you know the bull the bullpen's horrible and the bullpen's still not not very good I think we can we we talk about that more in depth later but it's gotten better so that's I think that's how they balance to sustain these winning streaks and these six out of sevens and seven out of eight, you know, runs that, that they've had with wins. So yeah, it's mostly been the arms. You know, we talk about the bats later. We talk all day, but mostly the arms I would say. Yeah. And I think I absolutely agree. It's been the consistency of the starting pitching. And the thing yes. is, is, you know, you expect, especially a group put together, like uh, of guys that are, you know, besides Logan Webb, of course, which he's he's going to be out for a couple of weeks, it's sounding like, and and we'll get a little more in-depth in injuries in a minute. But, you know, when you talk about the rotation as a whole, this is kind of like a puzzle piece put together of one-year guys. And, um, and we said before the season, if they can just stay healthy, you know, um, they'll be able to keep themselves in games. And uh, it feels like every time a starter goes out there, um, when he leaves, uh, the Giants have the lead or they're right there. And, yeah. uh, you know, the, the thing is, the only, the only outing that I can remember in recent memory is that, you know, game where DiScofani got blown up uh, against the Dodgers at Oracle Park a couple weekends ago. Um, and he ended up giving up like 10 earned. So, uh, yeah, just, like, it was, like two innings. Yeah. Yeah. It was a crappy individual day. But you know what? That's baseball. Yeah. It's going to happen. Um, but other than that, yeah, I mean, everybody, uh, Wood's been really good. I mean, yeah, I didn't mention talk, Alex Wood. Yeah, but you talk about you talk about Kevin Gosman. I'm just looking at his last five outings since uh, May 8th, where he pitched against the the Padres. He gave up one earned run. Then his next start against the Pirates, he gave up one earned run. His last three starts uh, in 17 innings. I I almost don't even want to say it because he's gonna throw today, but he hasn't given up a right. earned run. And he hasn't even given up a run in his last three starts. He's just been incredible. And he's here's the thing. One, he has absolutely solidified himself. He is an ace. And um, I this could go on in another episode, which I'm sure we'll we'll do like closer to the all-star break. I am all for hey, let's pay Kevin Gosman this offseason. Keep him here. Um, give him a three, four-year deal. He's 30 years old, and he's doing it basically with two pitches. You know, that fastball and that splitter, which um According to some sort of stat, I gotta, I gotta get is like the ranked second and fourth best pitches in baseball. So <laughs> he's just been filthy, man. And um, yeah, Kevin Gosman, good chance that he could be up for starting the All Star game too next month in Colorado. So that'd be really cool. But yes, overall, the starting pitching has stayed good, um, even with you know Webb kind of hit uh, hitting and missing the IL. Um, but when he's been in there, he's been pretty effective his last few starts. Um, obviously, they lost Aaron Sanchez last month. Um, mm -hmm. I guess he's starting to throw again, but who knows when he'll be back. But, yeah. you know, I, I do want to say this. You know, it's I feel like it's been probably two solid weeks, maybe three, since we've complained about, like, a Gabe Kapler decision. Mm -hmm. And, like, yesterday is a great example. Scott Casimir gets the call up, and he goes two innings, gives up that tater to freaking chris bryant like on the third pitch of the game ball still going <laughs> but you know it's like okay this is going to be primarily a bullpen game against jake arietta who's not jake arietta five years ago but he's still he's still a decent pitcher yeah. um but you know uh the way the giants offense is going right now and and the line uh, the bullpen 
came in yesterday and was fine. But I know I keep rambling on, blah, blah, blah. But uh, I feel like the pitching as a whole right now um, in the bullpen has improved, has been better. So it's just a really exciting time to be a Giants fan right now and watch these guys because they are in every game. They're winning most of them. Obviously, they've won six to seven. So it's great. Yeah, and I, I don't think we can really um... – overlook you know Gabe Kapler totally here you know we can talk about how he did make that switch from McGee to Rogers and he has stuck with it you know I think McGee has had one one save opportunity in the last like two three three weeks now just because Rogers had gone like two days in a row in a row or something so yeah like we you know we get on Kapler all all, all the time here and rightfully so we we are never wrong about those I don't care what anybody says but that that that's been a been a good move and he has stuck with it like I thought it would be like a couple day thing that he could go right back to McGee no he is he's stuck with Rogers he throws like 88 miles per hour and last night was like a what eight pitch save for Rogers yeah it was was mowed him down yeah, get out of here. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, in, in a league where you don't even get looked at anymore by the scouts, unless you're throwing 98, the Giants closer right now is throwing 88 miles per hour. And I don't know if it's just, <laughs> I don't know if it's sustainable, but it's working right now. And, you know, we can just cross our fingers and hopefully they can make some moves at, 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 at the deadline. And we'll get into that later and, you know, and kind of tighten up th- that back end. But, hey, it's working right now. Yeah, and, um, you know, we will – because we are starting to get into the, the you know, mid part of the season. Um, they're just over a third way – a third of the way. So we will definitely have an episode soon where, you know, we can start talking possible moves for the Giants. Are they going to buy? Are they going to sell? Are they going to do kind of both, which they have done the last couple of seasons. So – but I, I wanted to kind of transition into talking about the the guys that are really contributing right now, some we've known for a long time. Some are the guys that, shoot, even I've given up on. Some are guys that we brought in in the offseason for basically nothing. Um, so the first guy, I just want to touch on like three guys, if you're cool with that. Um, yeah. and, and they're all, you know, everyday players, guys that play in the field, that bat. Um, the first one I want to talk about is, is Steven Duggar. Uh this guy is is having a career year, even though it's, it's he's only appeared in 31 games, but he's hitting 316 with a 358 on base percentage. He's hitting for power. He's driving in runs. Um, it, what's I mean, it's it's incredible what he's done, especially uh, since you know Yaz is on his second IL stint of the year, I believe. Um, and not to mention, Stephen Duggar plays a pretty damn good center field. Uh, he ch- he he's does very athletic, chases the ball down well. And he's got a rocket for an arm. We've known that, but the bat yes. has never been there. Um, right. It's starting to show that it's there. So, I mean, like, what are your thoughts on Steven Duggar and what he's been able to do, uh, especially these last couple of weeks? You know, I think it's been a, kind of the organizational organizational philosophy of of everybody. Like, I think you can talk about a, a lot of the players. You know, I think he's – changed his approach at, at the plate you know he's been a little more selective you know he's you know he's not you know he's not sw- swinging at every everything you know all all those sliders and and, and curveballs and change-ups I mean that pitchers have just fed him since he's been in the league you know below his knees that he cannot hit and he's yeah I think he's just been a, l- a little more selective because like coming into the year, the, the you know the, the knock on on him was yeah he hasn't hit, hit at all, but 
there was a spot for him on this team because I, we talked about in our season preview, the Giants outfield as a whole was a still a bit of a puzzle coming into the year. You, you have yeah. guys like Alex Dickerson and Risa Dubon, you know, trying to figure out how to play center field. But, you know, Duggar was hands down, not even close, can't even debate the best defender in the in the organization right right, right now. Yeah, and I, it wasn't even debatable to me. And so there was a there was a place for him, and uh, so he probably he probably knew, knew knew that coming in once he got once he got that initial call up. You know, I think God, yeah, Brooks was here was here. We would know. I think he's down to <laughs> one 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 option. I think, or he might be I'll out. I don't up. know. He's he's right he's right there on, on the line. So whatever adjustments you know that they, they made they made with him at, at the plate and whatever they they preached to him he he must have taken it to heart because he looks like a whole different guy up there and he's had power like I, I've, I've seen him play you know many times you know for back when he was with San Jose you know the, the dude's got plus power he could put the ball out of the park and you know and we've and we've seen that you know the, these last few weeks you know like like, like you said you know hitting three three sixteen right now then at nine twenty four OPS you know just yeah I mean, I mean, just he looks like a, a new guy up there. So you you never know. Like it could just be they, you know, he he took to heart what they were trying to do with his swing. Maybe he did it himself. We don't know. We're not there. But you know, when when your job's on the line, you know, it kind of makes you uh, a, a different person and, and or a different player. So you know, very very happy for for him because it's always been there with him, and hopefully he can sustain it, and hopefully he can you know, be part of this team's, uh, at least, at least near future. Cause yeah, right, right now he's, he's carrying the load for him a bit. Well, well a couple of things he does. You're correct. He has one option remaining. Um, okay. But another couple of things to factor in, he's still only 27 years old. I feel like he's been around yeah, he's, forever, but he is only 27. Um, his, his walk rate at 6.2% is not great. His K rate is 37%, which is kind of high, but here's the thing, you know, he, he's, He's not – I don't know how to put this. Like, he's still finding ways to put the ball out of the yard and in the gap. So, he's hitting for a lot of extra base hits. The number one thing that sticks out to me is – and I've kind of adopted this of, like, how you're doing offensively. And I, I got to give our buddy Charlie Baldwin some credit here because he's kind of really made us look into analytics a lot more this year. So, his yes. WRC plus, his weighted runs created plus, the league average is 100. Steven Duggar right now is at 153. The dude wow. is just tearing the ball up. He's creating runs, um, and he's well above the league average right now. So um, he's just a guy that I think, you know, uh, and we will talk about the roster as a whole in a minute because I do want to talk about what Farhan and uh, Scott Harris have done. But um, this is just a, a guy of like, you know, they are willing to go and um, give – guys opportunities that you know some of us like I said I gave up on Steven Duggar like two years ago um and they work with him and like you said and I've heard as well yeah they've worked on a swing we always knew the glove and the arm was there but he needed to figure out a swing and it looks like at least so far he has and so they're just riding the hot hand um and I hope they continue to do that and so I figured speaking of the hot hand um how about our guy Lamont Wade Jr. dude like man, I, I, another guy they go get in the off season. I I can't even. I already forgot who they freaking traded for him. Um, he was with the Minnesota Twins, or or did they pick him up off of waivers? I don't even remember. I think I don't know. I don't think they traded anybody for him. I think he was. Um, he I think he got 
I think DFA. he had DFA'd. Yeah. Yeah. I could be wrong, but that's yeah. what I think. So, um, you know, this is also a guy who's 27 years old. Um, never like a great power guy, never a great um, hit guy, but um, was known for working counts and getting on base and, you know, which fits this uh, modern day giant structure. Um, and the thing is, is he plays multiple positions. He can play in the outfield. He can play at first base. And nobody's talking about this. He's actually made some really good, difficult plays at first. Um, like, I feel like in the last week and a half, he's been really good there. Um, 27 games. He's hitting uh, 267, but a 371 on base percentage. The dude does not mind working counts and finding ways to get on base. It's incredible. Um, so, and a 144 WRC+. plus. Like, like, who are these guys? <laughs> well, you, you know, with I think with Lamont Wade, you know, he he kind of ran into a log jam there in Minnesota. They have a lot of good young, young talent, you know, over, over there, especially in in the outfield. Theirs wasn't really a spot for him. And when when they when they got him, you know, him playing first base, I honestly I didn't know he ever he ever played first base. I, and I still I never saw him play first base with the Twins. So if he did, maybe maybe it was in the minors, maybe it was in little league. I don't know. But he has made some very nice plays over over first base. A co- yeah. couple couple hot shots hit, hit his way. And, and whenever whenever he, he's over there, I'm like, oh god, you, you know, like as soon as the ball's hit, and he he's staying with it with those tough hops, you know, getting in front of the ball. He's you know he's not. You know, he's not O-laying it and, you know, being a pansy, you know, like where you see a lot of first basemen do that. I'm not talking about Brandon Belt. Brandon Belt's one of the best in the game. But just a lot of average first basemen that wouldn't make those plays. And he, and he looks good over there, and it's he looks confident, you know, taking the, taking those ground balls. And he's been, a, you know, he's been, a, been able to solidify that leadoff spot here re- recently. And, you know, when, it, when, he, when he's up there, he's one of the few guys you even see in the league now choking up on the bat you know very from the from the very first pitch i mean that's that's not even thought of anymore but he works counts he fouls off pitches you know he battles like yeah he battles and you look yeah yeah like you said not a ton of power but the, but the power's there we, we, we've seen it um but he just he's up there trying to trying to find a way you know he's not a, not a guy who strikes out a ton but yeah he puts the ball in place he's got he's got de- he's got decent speed you know, when he's up there, he kind of reminds me of a uh, Jose Vizcaino. You know, t- you know, t- taking oh, those nice. at bats. Nice yeah, the way yeah, he, he, he was a switch hitter, but but he, he always choked up on the bat. You know, and he always put the ball in play. You know, man, very. It's, and that's what they've needed. You know, with all these with all these injuries. You know, not not having that 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 staple at the top of the order. But yeah, I mean, I don't. I mean, we talked about his battle all day, but like, like you said earlier, like him playing first base. I mean, yeah, he's looked above above average for a guy who I really don't think has had a ton of time there. So, yeah, Lamont Wade. Yeah, thank well, you, Minnesota, Minnesota Twins. Thank you. Well, well, and and a couple things real quick. One, it, well, and this is why it feels like we got him for nothing. Uh, we traded Sean Anderson for him. I forgot yeah. that. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I, I was I, I was gonna say. 
Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, him or I, I knew it wasn't Derek Law. Derek Derek Law's on that team too. Yeah, correct. But, uh, correct. but yeah, you're you're right. It was Sean Anderson who just yeah. I think got got recalled like yesterday. Who's had he had a very bad year. But yeah, whatever. But so the Giants have obviously won that trade. What what <laughs> figures? Uh, but the, yes. the great thing too is yes, the front office has embraced these guys that can play multiple positions. He's had seven games at first base, two in center, one in left, one in right. So you can play anywhere in the outfield. He could play first base, um, and he, that's very valuable, uh, especially right now to that Giants organization. And like you said, um, you know, a guy like Brandon Belt, who um, may not be having the greatest year at the plate, but what do you know? He's hurt often. Um, it's nice having a guy that's going in right now and you can rely on every day at first base. Guarantee you he'll be in the lineup again there today, um, and that's Lamont Wade Jr. So he's been a really nice surprise, and I just like Steven Duggar. Hope he can keep it going, but um, yeah, he, he he's he's kind of he's kind of overtaken that that Tommy Lastella role that that that, that bit, they're missing yeah. right, right right now at the top of the order at least. Who's Tommy so, Lastella? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, He'll be a uh, August call up. Yeah, yeah, call up. Nice choice of words. Um, <laughs> yeah. The Say Hey podcast is sponsored by Mantica Bedquarters. Whether you're located in the Bay Area or the Central Valley, head out to Manteca and visit Manteca Bedquarters for great rates on mattresses from Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, and other top brands. Manteca Bedquarters also has bedroom furniture and bedding accessories. Located on the corner of Main and Yosemite in Manteca, visit MantecaBedquarters.com for more details. Interested in starting your own podcast? Then Anchor is the right platform for you. When it comes to creating a podcast and editing and producing, Anchor has all the necessary tools for you to have a top-notch product. Anchor also distributes to your favorite podcast platforms such as Apple Podcasts and Spotify. They even give you the opportunity to make money like we are right now just by having them as a sponsor. The best part? It's completely free to download and use. Download Anchor in the App Store or on Google Play and get your podcast started today. <laughs> Last guy I really want to focus on, and then I do want to kind of talk about the team as a whole, uh, Brandon Crawford, man. And it, this is a guy that, you know, ha had an okay year last year, but uh, he wasn't really – like in his, in his 54 games played last year, eight home runs, 28 RBIs. He hit 256 with a 326 on-base percentage. You know, okay. But the thing I think that a lot of people aren't talking about is last year I felt like was uh, Crawford's first year where I felt like defensively he kind of took a step down. And um, he wasn't making all these dynamic plays. Like, I felt like the arm strength was st slowly starting to go. But then here he comes – and he's always been known for his glove and his defense. But here he comes in his age 34 season here in 2021 through 51 games, which is three less than he played last year altogether. 12 home runs, 36 RBIs. He's hitting the same 256, but a 348 on base percentage. And he's slugging 531. Also, he's playing a damn good shortstop. I mean, he, it, this is like vintage 2015 Brandon Crawford. Um, the way he's running around uh, towards second base, towards third base, coming in on the ball, the bare hand stuff, the throws. He's still got a rocket of an arm. Dude, Brandon Crawford, right at this moment, is one of the better shortstops in the game again. 
uh, overall, and it's incredible um, to see what he's doing. So give me your give me your thoughts on what Brandon Crawford's done this season. Oh man, I mean, you you pretty much covered it right there. I mean, it's it's like watching yeah the 2014 version uh, of the guy, you know, but but with a, with a better with a better bat in his hands, like. It, so, yeah, some of these plays, and it's every night now. I mean, it's not just a flash pan like, oh, man, I didn't know Cropper could still do that. Or, or oh, man, no, that, that's the old guy right there. That's the guy I remember. No, he's doing this doing every freaking night, man. You know, you know, bare, barehanded pickups on, on the slow choppers, you know, the yeah. hot shots up, up the middle, you know, backhands, you, you, you know, and, you know, making those 360 throws from behind second base. And it's just, I, I don't know. Like, I can, I can, we, we can talk about, you know his his approach at, at the plate and, and how how that that's improved because that's kind of been the 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 team as a whole. But what he's done defensively, like like you said last year, and we we talked about it many times. I think on 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 the pod here last year, he was he was declining defensively. I mean, he looked I won't say he looked fat or anything, but he he looked a, a you know a little above above his you know his average playing weight, and he looked like he lost a little range. You know he. He was screwing up, you know, routine plays that you would never see him yeah. screw up. And yeah, I don't know, but he probably, considering it was only a 60 game season last year, he probably noticed him as much as we all did, and probably took it to heart and made some changes to his game. Like I, I will say this, yeah, I mean, he looks a, a lot quicker th- this year, you know, you know, w- w- with the feet. He's moving very you well know, for the 34 year old. Yeah, moving very, yeah, very well. You know, look, looks a little thinner. I mean, yeah, he. He really does. He looks like, you know, the Brandon Crawford from from 2014, and yeah, whatever he's he's done to bring that range back and, and to bring bring that those cat like reflexes that he used to have back. I mean, man, like that's you know good on him, and he's he's looking at uh, finding himself in the league now for probably you know another two, three more years than he was probably expecting because somebody, I don't know if it'll be the Giants, you know, when it's time for him to get another contract and he, if he, if he stays around, just around how he's playing right now, I mean, he'll get another contract from somebody and he's, man, you know, good, good on him. Good on him. Like that's, that's a, this has been a big, big step forward for him at, like you said, at age 34 and he's playing the best ball of his career. I don't even think it's debatable at this point. Yeah, I agree. Um, and you know, again, we'll we'll have another episode where we're talking, you know, Giants future stuff. But we, we got to talk about now. So, you know, we could talk about what we think is going to happen with Crawford, you know, through the rest of this season and next year and beyond. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's you know, he's just mashing righties this year. I'm just looking at 301 average, 402 on base percentage, of 584 slugging, eight home runs and 25 RBIs. So he's just. You know, he's, he's beating them. Um, so. And no cheap hits. No. Hits Killing the ball. On the ball. So I, but I do kind of want to transition real quick into. It's incredible how, uh, and I'll tie our last two topics together. I know, I know you and I looked over the schedule and I wanted to talk about injuries and the front office. And I feel like we can kind of combine this together. So, um, you know, they've had guys like belt, Yastrzemski. Now, Darren Ruff has been on the IL for about a week and a half. Um, Tommy Lestello has been on the IL for, what, a month now, and he won't be back for probably another, you know, six Forever. Years. Yeah, so uh, it, guys guys have been there. This is not a team because we are seeing across Major League Baseball, like injuries are definitely up this year. Um, yes. I feel like every team's battling them. 
But it's not like the Giants have gotten lucky and avoided them. No, they've had their fair share of injuries. Johnny Cueto's been on the I.L. Logan Webb's been there multiple times now. Aaron Sanchez. I could go on and on and on. Wilmer Flores. So, I mean, it's these guys have definitely dealt with injuries, maybe more than anybody else as well. I'd have to look it up. But um, I are we seeing possibly, and I know it's 56 games in, but and this is such a bland question, but are we seeing maybe the best front office job ever put together by, you know, Farhan Zaidi and Scott Harris? Because this is a team that last year, you know, 60 games, which is about where we're at now, they went 29 and 31. Um, the offense happened to be pretty damn good last year, but uh, the pitching in the bullpen, starting pitching in the bullpen was meh. Um, yeah. They have this offseason where, you know, they give the qualifying offer to Kevin Gosman, who was their best pitcher last year. That's obviously paid dividends. And then they bring in all these one-year contracts. You know, the biggest move they made was bringing in Tommy Estella, who's only played in like 20-something games. Um, mm -hmm. Like, they are doing the best I've ever seen of using an entire 40-man roster. Um, obviously, they still have all these young pieces and the minors. Um, that haven't really had to contribute at all. Joey Bart's had like one AB, I think, up at the big league club, and he's down mashing in Sacramento. Uh, I know I keep rambling. I keep rambling. But like tie in, Rob, like the injuries this team's sustained, sustained and what the front office has done up until this point. Yeah, you know, it's funny that you say this because about last year – and I mean, pretty much ever since Far Farhan has has arrived, you know what what have you heard a lot of people on you know Twitter and Facebook say about him? No, he's not making any moves. Not signing anybody big. You know what's he doing? You, you know this. We're gonna be re are we going to be rebuilding until 2029 and stuff like this? You know, make some moves. You know, make the team better. Man, this this guy never stops making moves. It's just it's the it's the little it's the little ones that. You, that don't make the big splashes, you know, on the USA Today and, you know, or Jeff Passan and those guys and yeah. John Heyman. No, no, it's not those ones. No, it's it's the little ones. It's the, you know, it's the Lamont Wade, you know, deals of, of, of the world. You know, you know, it's it's getting guys like Mark Melanson off the roster and getting Mauricio Dubon, who at the time was was, was a, a double A you know, kind of floater for, for the Brewers because they had such a logjam at, at the position for Drew Pomerantz. It's, 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 the, it's the little ones, you know. You know, it's the Alex Dickerson moves. You know, it's, it's, the, it's moves like, like, like that where I, I mean, I don't know if we can say it's the best ever. I mean, we have to really dig into that. But it's the best I think I've seen, you know, from, from a giant standpoint in terms yeah. of, you know, using the 40-man, using options wisely, you know, not just finding loopholes in those options, yeah, you know, yeah, structures not, like it's incredible. Yes. Not just, you know, like in years past, bringing the guy like Mac Williamson up for five days and okay, he sucks. We're sending him back and just, yeah. okay, that, okay. Okay. That didn't work. Just throwing darts. Yeah. And you know, you know, Brian Sabian and those guys, you know, did a great job too. I mean, you know, look at the world series, but like, you know, the, the, it's a big game of of, of chess with, with 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 Farhan and Scott Harris. You know, it's the old phrase. You know, that, you know, everybody's playing checkers. They're playing chess, but you know, they, they really are. You know, it's like why they make this move. Oh, you'll see probably later. You know, you'll see why they need this guy. Oh, you'll see. You know, that's why signing guys like yeah, you know, like Darren Ruff over from Japan. You know, and coming over and just raking lefties when he's in there, and 
and a signing that really hasn't got, got gotten big yet, which it could come into play here at some point if more first basemen keep getting hurt. You know, they brought in Justin Bohr from from overseas who yeah. who hasn't been been around a while, and there he is down there in, in Sacramento right right now. You know, you know, getting PT. So it's and if you don't know, don't know who Justin Bohr is, you know, he he was a starting first baseman for the Miami Marlins for for two seasons of a, a, a few years back. So it's these it's these cast off guys that you know you just kind of forget about and you and utilizing and, and getting the best out of guys who are down to the nitty gritty with options like Steven Duggar. It's getting the best out of those guys, and it's I've never seen anything like it to tell you the truth. You know, it's a lot of you know, it's a lot of money. It's that money ball type approach, I guess you, you could say. Like, yeah, you know, like with, with the A's and the Rays, how they've done it so well over the years, just getting, just getting the best out out of these guys who who seemingly don't don't have a spot with with other organizations, and they just got cut for, oh man, yeah, sorry, there there there's a log jam, and you know we want to, yeah, we want to give you an opportunity to play for another franchise. I mean, Farron is all over that that stuff. And man, like, and with all the injuries, the, all those little moves that people don't talk about or people like to complain about, all those little moves start to add up when your main guys, like, we didn't talk about Yastrzemski, god dang. You know, same, same thing. That's what he was. You know, a trade for, for nothing. And he hasn't you know? been outstanding this year, and he's been hurt. And yeah. No. So, yeah, it, it's, it's all those – it's the depth in, in your farm system cannot be – overlooked because you got your prospects but you, you only bring those guys up when when, when the time is right you know when, when they're ready like the joey bar thing last year they had no choice like that that was that's yeah. an outlier yeah. that was an outlier but it's 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 those middle of the road guys who are just kind of fringing on people's rosters that he's been so good at plucking off other rosters and when the injuries go down man it's like Whatever move he makes, you 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 assume it's going to work out, and that's where we're at as an organization, and it's cool. Well, and and I do want to give somewhat of, and I don't want to sound cheesy, but I I feel like we got to give somewhat of a shout out to not only the guys up in the box that are making decisions, but the guys down on the field. Donnie Ecker, the hitting coach, like you know, um, Dustin Lynn, who's director of hitting. Uh, these guys, you know, Justin Vielli, who's the hitting coach, like these guys that have gotten these guys like a Steven Duggar who obviously has come up in the organization but he's fixed his swing Lamont Wade Jr. who's come over great he he gets on base he walks but he's actually hitting you know um you and the guys that have been around for a while too like trust me these these guys don't stop trying to improve or get better like Brandon Crawford has made some small adjustments over the last couple seasons it's paying dividends this year um yes so you know, that, that coaching staff too, you got to give them credit and, and nobody talks about them, but they have made things work. And so, um, you know, it, it's, it's just crazy. And uh, I, I kind of wanted to wrap up looking at like the next month or so, because I feel like we're far enough into the season um, where, you know, I, I'm starting to, I'm starting to buy in on this team. I'm not saying they're going <clears> to <throat> win the world series. I'm not even saying they're going to win the division, but Right, you know, right. 56 games is a big enough sample size to kind of get a, a – you can reassess and be like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm bought in on this team, best record in baseball at the moment, winning the division, obviously. Um, mm -hmm. So I kind of just wanted to sum up the, the next month real quick of, of what they have because, in my opinion, 
Um, I would say if they stay healthy, but that doesn't even matter. They still win even when they get injured. If they can avoid major injuries, um, the Giants can very much continue at this pace going into the All-Star break. So obviously today and tomorrow they finish up the four-game set here at home against the Cubs. Right. Then on Tuesday they go to Texas uh, and play two against the Rangers. Then they have four in Washington against the Nationals, who are you know a fourth-place team right now. And so are the Rangers, I think. Always been a house of horrors, though, for the Giants. True, true. But then they come home. They have four against the D-backs. Then they have three against the Phillies. Yes. Then they're on the road for two at the Angels and then three at home against the Oakland A's and then two at the Dodgers. So a little five-game tough stretch there, but leading up to it, pretty favorable. Then they go uh, July 1st through the 4th. They're at Arizona for four. Giants love to hit there. Um, they played there last time, played well last time they were there. Then they're at home for three against the Cardinals, um, who are having a pretty good year. Um, mm-hmm. And then they finish up going into the all-star break with three at home against the Nationals. So it's not like the upcoming, you know, 20-something games going into the all-star break is really, really difficult. Like this is a uh, a fairly favorable schedule I think <clears throat> the Giants have. So like do you – do you think that the Giants can, you know, go into the break possibly 20 games over 500? Um, yeah, I mean, based off what you just told me and what we know now, um, even with the injuries, yeah, I mean, there's no reason to think, you know, you know they, they can't win the majority of, of those games. Like, I, I don't know. I don't I want to put a number on it. But, yeah, yeah I mean, that, that that's, a, that's like you said, that's a very favorable schedule. And I – I'm with you. Like you don't want to get overly, overly invested in in everything because you know in 2016 they they had the best record in, in baseball at the All Star break. You know half the team. Well, yeah, yeah. Half the team was you know Brandon Bell was an All Star that that year, and I mean that that team was was killing it. And man, second half came and you know everything went to hell, and they barely got into the playoffs that year. But but yeah, like from. I mean, I don't want to look too far ahead ahead with that because you know you never know. This is a whole this is a whole different regime, but yeah, there's no reason to believe that they can't be 20 games over 500 at you know at, at least you know going in there. Like, yeah, we we talk about Washington. You know, they've always struggled there for whatever reason, and it's it's a little it's a little weird that they're not playing in Washington on the Fourth of July. Don't, they usually feel like always, it's every year, <laughs> every freaking not last year obviously because they they were playing baseball. But yeah, 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 yeah. Like every year, they got that that, that eight a.m. stupid time, and you know, I I'd watch the Giants get killed, you know, before I'd watch uh, Joey Chestnut eat all those hot dogs, and and it was like a, it was a, it was like a tradition there for like three four years. I swear to God, it was. But yeah, yeah. And if if you're saying it, it probably it's probably what was happening every year. But but yeah, I mean, yeah. Like I said, then that's a favorable stretch. You know, they get out of Washington, and then they go to. Arizona for four like like yeah they play very well there for whatever reason you know and yeah that's that's a little that's a tough little um you know you're not done yet stretch you know with the A's and Dodgers but before the break and you know that's that's going to be telling I, I can I we can already I can already see it right now those five games lead, leading into the break that's going to be uh those are, those are five emotional games for the fan base and that's going to you know, that's going to tell a big story heading in, into the All-Star break and seeing as what the Giants are going to do, you know, going to, to the uh, deadline. But, yeah, leading up to that, 
the you know, it, like I said, they have, they have the Cardinals for four. You said three, three. three? Okay, well, thank yeah. God. Three, 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 <laughs> three against the Cardinals. Like, yeah, they, they're they're playing they're playing well as well. Now that's gonna be the first time they've seen them. So, yeah. Aside aside from that from that Cardinals series, that that, that that's kind of put right there in the middle of of that stretch that you were just talking about. That yeah, they they can you know put some space in between them and I don't know if they'll put space between the Dodgers and the Padres because I fully expect them to keep winning too. But yeah, you know when, when you start talking about wild cards and stuff NL. like that, yeah. the NL like the the guys that they're you know that's gonna be fighting for those wild card spots. Yeah, that they need to space out. You know, and that may during, that may be during the, the stretch. That may be the most impressive thing too. Is like this is the toughest division in baseball. I'm still gonna say that. And uh, the way they're doing it, I mean, you put them in the other divisions, and the Giants have a several game lead. So it's like that mm-hmm. that makes what they're doing even more impressive. And I, I do. And again, I know we could get, we'll go off in an episode talking about moves and what they could be doing. We're probably gonna do that in the next week or two. I think I think that would be a good time to start yeah. getting in on that stuff. But Tommy Lestella will be back probably towards late summer. Um, Mikey Stremski hoping he should be back in the next week or two. Brandon Belt could be coming back this weekend. Nobody's talking about it. John Brebia is playing baseball down in Sacramento. He's appeared in three games. He even started one of those games, but I think it was just mm-hmm. for an inning, obviously. Three innings yeah. pitched, no runs, five strikeouts in those three innings. So John Brebia is not too far away um, from possibly being up with the big club. Um, he could be up, you know, maybe before July 1st. So uh, the team is going to get dudes back. Um, and hopefully, you know, when it's it's like the old cliche, when a, when a shark loses a tooth, they grow another one. And so if, if a guy right. goes down, guy goes down, you know, there's uh, there's someone else that or if he not only if he goes down, he starts cooling off. You know, there's a guy that uh, steps up and he starts heating up and it's there's like no drop off there. So um, exciting time, man, to be a Giants fan. And it, I, I'm just it, trying to live in the moment and enjoy this. So. Yeah, it, it really is. I'm I'm starting to you know I'm I'm starting to feel it too, and yeah. you know, I I'm being like I said I'm being very very cautious because you know uh, cautiously Yeah, I've had my heart broken many times, but yeah, I'm 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 in on this team, and I'm 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 getting invested, and um, starting to expect wins. Like always expect yeah. wins. That's so weird, but it really is. But here we are. Yes. Hey, uh, just make sure if uh, you're not already, you are joined on Giants Chatter on Facebook, the ever-growing group. Uh, we're approaching 500 members, dude. I think we're at like 492 right now. So uh, we oh could my. be at the great milestone of 500 members very soon. Um, if you are on Apple Podcasts, make sure you go on there. Give us a nice five-star rating. We love getting positive feedback from you guys. Um, and just make sure that you're you're checking out our podcast. I know we've been um, – not around so much the last uh, few weeks, but uh, you know, moving forward these next couple of weeks, we uh, plan on uh, doing some more shows and a little sneak preview. Uh, I spoke with our first ever guest, Jeff Young, and I believe we're going to get Jeff uh, on sometime next week. So we'll have him come back Sweet. on. He's he knows way more than we do about yes, the science. So yeah, yes, he does. So we'll get Jeff Young back on soon. So. Um, Hey, let's enjoy the rest of this Cubs series, and uh, I hope everybody has a great weekend. Rob, I hope you have a great weekend, and uh, let's go Giants. Let's go Giants. Sweep them.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.